The Coach T Show is presented by Turner Sports Training, T-S-T. Yeah. Hey. You know what time it is? Yeah. You know what time it is? <laughs> Some people are probably like, what time is it? You know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Bye-bye. All right, Kyle, my man, we are back again. Uh, wonderful folk. We are back, baby. Wonderful people out there. You are now listening to the Coach T Show. Reminder, again, it is now officially just the Coach T Show, no longer the NFL show, college football show, or NBA show. It is now rolled and jam-packed all into one wonderful show for you people out there. So uh, I want to thank you for listening. Hopefully you stay from start to finish because we got a really great show. We'll start with the NFL segment. Um, we'll have our quote-unquote must-watch games. We have four of those. And then we have our quick-pick games. So that, that'll actually be 12 of those games. We have 16 total games on the NFL slate. Week one is here, people. Uh, really excited about that. And then second half of the show, we will do our college football preview um, of the major matchups this weekend. So really looking forward to that. That will be with Mook for the college football segment. Um, but while we have him here... And you guys know him, fans. Uh, he did a wonderful job last year. Did a wonderful job uh, week, I guess, week one or the first week of season two for the Coach T Show. Um, and without further ado, I have my main man, Kyle Edwards, here with us. Kyle, quickly, let the people know, man, how you doing? How you feeling? How's life again, as we know, with that new baby? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, first, I'm pumped to be back. Another week, another another uh, week closer to football. Um, you know, we're one day away. All right. We were a few weeks last time I was on here. We're one day away. Um, Thursday night, you know, is it, tomorrow. So um, I'm pumped. I'm real happy. Um, you know, everything's been going well. Family's good. Uh, you know, football's good. And, um, I'm just ready to get to work, man. Ready to get to work. All right. Awesome. Good to know, my man. I know you're always down, always ready to go, man. I know you're going to bring your A game tonight. So. I got to make sure I match that energy. You feel what I'm saying? So, all right, I'm going to put 25 minutes on the clock. We're going to be timely tonight. All right? We're going to be timely. All right, so let's get right into it. Like we, like we talked about, man, we got our top games or our quote-unquote uh, must-watch games, and then we have our quick picks. Uh, must-watch are games that we designated as these are the best games of the weekend in the, on the NFL slate. Our quick pick games, those are all the other ones. Okay, they, they have importance as well. Um, but at the same time, we ain't going to spend too much time on those. All right. So let's get right to it, my man. The first must watch game of the 2022 NFL season. No other than the Thursday night matchup game. Number one of the NFL season, the Bills visiting the Rams. Uh, Bills uh, obviously coming off of that, uh, the meltdown versus the Chiefs where they lost with 13 seconds left. Uh, gave that up, tricked that off. I don't know how that happened. Rams, they are obviously coming off of their Super Bowl, so they're trying to defend their crown. Uh, Bill, surprisingly here, they are two and a half point favorites uh, in L.A. And let me pull this up. So a couple trends for this game. Buffalo in their last six games, they are five and one. L.A., obviously, they had a wonderful finish to last season, uh, culminating in the uh, Super Bowl win. The total has gone over in eight of Buffalo's last nine games when they play the Rams. So a lot of times when they play these two teams, it's a high-scoring shootout type of game. So I'll start here with this matchup. I really... The Bills are a team that I, I obviously one of the teams that I got circled. I think they have a wonderful year. But truth be told, the Rams being two and a half, almost three point dogs at home. I got to roll with the Rams here. It's, it's just too much firepower. Um, you know, I think teams that are coming off of a Super Bowl run in week one, they they typically fare pretty well. Almost, you know, I feel like that's a trend that could stay true within this matchup. So. I'm going to keep it quick, man. I'm rolling with the Rams in this matchup. Give me the points, and I actually think they can win this matchup. Okay. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's really surprising that LA is actually the dog here. Um, it, it, I think it has a lot of value to it, um, especially being home, like you said, you know, um, coming off the Super Bowl. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the Bills. Um, I'm not sure if I want to take the points or not, but um, I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I mean, Josh Allen, you know, Matty Stafford, Amazing. Josh Allen, I think, is, is just continuing to grow, continuing to get better every single year. Um, I think this is going to be one of his best years ever. And um, and the Bills, again, not saying the Rams don't have a great defense. Right? They got Aaron Donald. They got all these very great pieces. Jalen Ramsey. Um, but the Bills' defense, man, they are 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 insanely good. Insanely good. 
you, and you know they got a chip, man. They got a chip on the shoulder. I believe they're the team that didn't have one pro bowler on the defense last year. Um, and they took that to heart, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I think they're going to come out ready to make a statement. And, and I think the Bills are going to pull away with one year week one. All right, man, I'm feeling that one, man. I, I, I like that we're actually going head-to-head on the first game of the NFL season, man. That, that'll be fun to watch and, and to keep eyes on. Um, so you're going with the Bills, Kyle. I'm going with the Rams here. Another must-watch game, okay? And these two teams played, if I'm not mistaken, I, I feel like they played, I know they played last year, um, two explosive quarterbacks. And not only explosive quarterbacks, two rich filthy rich quarterbacks okay we're talking yeah a lot of money between these two we're talking the chiefs and the cardinals chiefs are three and a half point favorites 53 and a half is the over under i like it for the shootout in this matchup i'm I'm going over on this one uh this game will be played at cardinal stadium kyle i'll start here again i gotta roll with the chiefs man you know i gotta roll with the chiefs it's it's been a little up and down type of offseason kind of a quiet offseason for for a Patrick Mahomes relatively and uh losing Tyreek Hill that's that's never a great thing right you you got a guy that can take the top off the defense like him it's never good to lose a cat like him but at the same time they draft this guy more out of Western Michigan um Nicole Hardeman Miko Hardeman I think he'll have a uh he'll take the jump he'll take the next step for them then obviously they still got the best tight end in football they still got Travis Kelsey so I like the Chiefs here I'm rolling with the Chiefs here, and I think the Chiefs can cover here. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs, three and a half point favorites. I think they cover that. Plus, plus, a little extra nugget for you guys. I think this game goes over that 53 and a half point number. Kyle, how are you feeling about this game? Okay, okay, yeah, this one was a tough one. Um, you know, especially, um, I will I will agree, you know, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and all of them, they've had a very relatively quiet offseason. And the Cardinals, they're completely the opposite. I mean, they've been loud, uh, a lot of controversy, a lot of stuff has been going on. Nothing too bad, but, you know, with the whole Kyler Murray, you know, not doing the extension for a long time and then adding in his contract that, you know, he had to have four hours of film a, a week um, or unless he gets rid of, if he doesn't meet that, he basically gets rid of like 150 million guaranteed. Um, call of, the Call of Duty, you know, it ain't coming out uh, this week. Uh, so I do think Kyler Murray is going to have a pretty good game, though. Um, but I really, ah, it's really tough. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I want to go against you, okay. um, you know, just to kind of make it a little interesting. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Um, I, I do think they do have the power. Um, they obviously they don't have any D hop here, um, but they still suspend have. A, they, they, yeah, you know, they suspended a few games, mm-hmm. but um, they still have a great D. Um, and I don't know, the Chiefs just they they seem to the last two three years they just haven't really started the season off really well. Um, so you know, because of that, um, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, and but I'm not going to take the points. I think they win by one or two. All right, I love it. I feel it, man. I I think either way, this again, it's a must-watch game for us for a reason. It'll be a wonderful game to watch. Sit on the couch, you know, have a couple wings, maybe a couple adult beverages, and just kick back and watch this thing. Um, that's 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 the first Sunday game we're gonna touch on. We got two more must-watch games within the NFL. But just to take a brief break from the from the big games, let's get to a couple quick picks. All right, we'll do a couple quick picks, and then we'll come back to game number three, our third must-watch game. Um, but let's get to our quick picks, Kyle. So the first quick pick that we have. So what we're doing with the quick picks, we're either going to take the spread or we're going to take the over-under, and we're going to give you one sentence. If that, you ain't got to do that, Kyle. Uh, but you're going to give a quick reason, uh, or maybe not even a reason, just a, a hunch of why you feel like um you're going with the side that you're going with so the first one that we're going to talk about first quick pick Steelers at Bengals this is a uh divisional game uh Bengals right or at least the number I had five and a half point favorites 44 and a half is the over under my quick pick for this matchup I'm taking the Bengals I'm riding the wave talked about Joey Burr so I'm rolling with Joey Joey Burr here at home and I think they're one of the most explosive teams I already talked too long on my reason but i just feel like the Bengals are for some reason they slept on they were in the they were in the super bowl my man just mm-hmm. last year so i think they're a little slept on so i'm rolling with the Bengals. sorry being long-winded on a quick pick all good uh i'm also going Bengals and the points uh um, i don't trust mitch trubisky facts facts i forgot mitch was back there yeah yeah that i think he's an upgrade over big men but that's not saying much so we're both rolling with the Bengals there. All right, next quick pick. I will let you start here because I know where I'm rolling. 
Eagles, three and a half point favorites on the road. I will actually be in attendance for this thing. Uh, Eagles are three and a half point favorites. Yes, sir. I cannot wait. Um, they are three and a half point favorites against America's 2022 America's team, Detroit Lions. Who are you rolling with? Ooh. And by the oh, way, 48. Sorry, I was just going to hit you with that. 48 and a half is the over under. And again, the Eagles are favored by three and a half points on the road. I'm going Lions with the under. All right, like it. Lions with the under. I'm rolling with the Lions. I'm, I'm taking the points. I'm taking them on the money line. I feel like they're going to win it. Uh, and I'm actually going to go with the over as well. I just feel like Lions. You, I don't know. I just saw the last uh, Hard Knocks episode, or at least the, the second to last. And Jared Goff on our defense completed like 16 to 18 passes. So mm. I don't I, I don't know if you compare Jared Goff to uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, but they're about the same, you know, kind of middle of the back quarterback. I think they, I think he can go off on my Lions, but I think the Lions squeak it out in the fourth quarter. So I'm rolling with my boys. So we both take the Lions there. Next quick pick, Colts, your boys. They are eight-point favorites on the road. <laughs> yes, sir, 45 and a half is the over-under. They are playing the Houston Texans. I'll let you start here again. Yeah, this one's a little tough, though. Uh, I'm obviously going with the Colts. Uh, I'm going with the under. Um, Colts are on an eight-game losing streak on their season opener, but it's the first time in those eight games that we have faced a team that's as bad as the Texans. So we're breaking that streak. Colts and the un and the over. Let's get it. Colts and over. I love it. I am rolling with the Texans on this matchup. Give me the Texans. Give me the points. And uh, that's what I'm rolling with. I'm not touching the total, but I like the eight, eight and a half, probably by game time and maybe close to nine. So I'm rolling with that. And uh, Davis Mills, a very slept on rookie quarterback last year, man. I'm rolling with him. So Davis Mills, uh, Texans, eight and a half points. I'm going there. We are going head to head on that matchup. All right. Back to another must watch game. We have 14. What is that? We have 15 minutes on the clock remaining so let's get to it man another must watch game the raiders, raiders. our faith the raiders uh the josh mcdaniel raiders are facing they're on the road against the la chargers about a 40 45 minute flight from uh vegas to la you have chargers at home three and a half point favorites 52 and a half is the over under kyle another must watch game between these two high power offices how you feeling my boy yeah, this one's going to be pretty good. Um, Josh McDaniel's first game without Bill Belichick. Um, I don't think he's ever really ever had those in at least years, obviously. Um, it's going to be a test. You know, he got a real good test with the with the Chargers here. Um, Justin Herbert's still a guy. I mean, he's he's kind of in that Josh Allen boat to where he continued to get to progress and get better every single every single year. Um, the Chargers got some firepower. The Raiders, obviously, um, you know, adding Devontae. Um, you know, that's that's going to be tricky. You know what I'm saying? That that really, really helps them out here. So Devontae with Josh McDaniels, I mean, that's a scary combo. Um, but you know what? I'm going with the Chargers. Mm. And you know why I'm going with the Chargers? One, I just got a real good hunch about them. And two, they won the schedule release um, contest. I mean, with their whole anime, mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. Japanese thing. Um, you know, that was awesome. And that's just like, like you know, um, it might be a little stupid, to be honest with you. But that's a big reason why I'm going with them. Because after you do that, you can't lose, man. You can't lose with one. You got to you gotta come out and show something, all right? And so I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, and what what was the, the spread you said? The spread is three and a half points. The Chargers are favorite at home. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. They, 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 cover, they cover and they win. Yep, they cover and they win. Okay, hey, hey, you see the Chargers. They connected to the streets, man. They know about the anime, man. I, I know Twitter. The Twitter sphere was going crazy with that one. Yeah. You know what, Kyle? I'm, I'm a piggyback. I'm rolling with you here too, man. I love the Chargers. They, they got a bunch of blue chip players, a bunch of Pro Bowl level, All Pro type of players. Uh, Raiders. I rode the bandwagon last year, and actually, if you remember, the end of the season, last game of the year was between these two of the regular mm -hmm. season, and it was all about whoever won got in, and it was some oh, talk yeah. about maybe these two teams tying, so they both get in. So that didn't yeah, happen. The Raiders made the that, playoffs. Yeah. I think the Chargers come with a little more. Uh, I think they come with some revenge in this in this matchup. Looking for revenge. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling with the Chargers here, man. Give them, give me, give me the Chargers at home, three and a half point favorites, and this game goes over the 52 and a half number. I love that. Um, all right, back to the quick picks. Next matchup in the quick picks, we have Saints. Five and a half point favorites on the road. Another divisional game against the Falcons. How are you feeling about that? 
Um, you know, I'm going Saints all day. Saints all day. They got um, they they drafted my my boy Lave. Um, they got you know uh, the Honey Badger back from that defense. Uh, New Orleans is ready to be to be a contender again. I'm going Saints. I love that man. Uh, this is really tough. I really want to go Saints. I think that James is going to have a really good year. Really nice little bounce back. Um, but for some reason, this divisional game week one, a home dog. I got to roll with the Falcons. So give me the Falcons. Give me the points. Uh, another quick pick. Ravens on the road, six and a half point favorites. 44 and a half is the over again. You can take over under or the points. All right. 44 and a half is the over under in this matchup against the Jets, who will be starting Joe Flacco. I don't know how he's still in the NFL. Black dog, baby. <laughs> Black baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, saying that, though. You know, I'm still going with. Um, with with um, with the Ravens, I mean Lamar, he's had all this stuff, all this trash talk, um, all these top ten quarterback lists. He's never on it. Um, no one's expecting the Ravens to win. They might be the favorites, um, but to the fans, they're not expecting them to win. So I'm going Ravens. I'm going with the points. No Ravens. They do mm-hmm. not cover, and it is under low scoring game. So you got low scoring game, and you got the Jets covering, but the Ravens winning. Jets covering, Ravens winning. Mmm. Hey, I think the Ravens were the unluckiest team last year in 2021. They had a slew of injuries, a super duper amount of injuries, man. It was crazy seeing that laundry list of players out. So I'm rolling with the Ravens. I think they're healthy week one. You got to think that this is the healthiest they'll they'll be all year. So uh, give me the Ravens. I'm going against you in this matchup. I think the Ravens not only win, they also cover. Uh, let's do another quick pick, and then we'll do our last must-watch game. Quick pick. Again, a lot of divisional games week one. I love what the NFL did this year. Patriots on the road against the Dolphins who have their number. I think Dolphins are, I think Tua is 4-0 in his career against the Patriots. So keep that in mind. Uh, Dolphins, they are two and a half point favorites at home. 46 and a half is the over under. Kyle, give me your quick pick for this matchup. Yeah, so as much as as I... um... Mm. I'm going Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. I think Tua has a really great year. Um, I love their new head coach. Um, he seems like a super chill guy, a super players player, or players coach. Um, and, you know, adding Tyreek Hill to and Tyreek, those two, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. So I'm going Dolphins. Um, I think they do not cover, though, as well. Um, and I think it mm. goes over. All right. I like that. I like the fact that you think the Dolphins are going to win, but not cover and the spread is two and a half, three points. So that's a tight number not to cover, but also win. So just because of that, I'm rolling with the Patriots. I don't think that Tua goes five and oh against the Patriots to start his career. So give me the Patriots, man, on the road in this divisional matchup. All right. So our last must watch game of the weekend. Um, we're actually going Sunday night football. You got the Buccaneers against the Cowboys. It's going to be a fabulous game, man. Bucks, they are one and a half point favorites on the road. 50 and a half is the over under against the Cowboys in Jerry's world. Kyle, I will actually begin here because I want to talk about something, man. I want to talk about my you talk about all seasons. You talk about so much going on with a player and a team. I feel like nothing has gone on more, but also swept under the rug and under the radar when you consider Tom Brady's offseason. Like he took like a three, two, three week hiatus. There's rumors about this and that. I ain't a gossip guy, but one player that can compartmentalize, take it all in, separate uh, church and state, I guess you could say it would be Tom Brady, the 45 year old quarterback, and that's still rolling, uh, still going hard. So I like this. I like this matchup actually to go over. Okay, I know Todd Bowles is the new head coach for the Buccaneers. Obviously, he was a DC the last couple of years, won the Super Bowl with him as a defensive coordinator. I just don't feel like any defense gonna be played in this matchup. <laughs> I, re- I, I, re- I really don't. I really don't. I really don't. So uh the 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 spread is too tight for me. Um I know it's gonna be a wonderful game, wonderful matchup. I'm really excited to see it. I like the points. I like to go over 50 and a half. I think that's a very low number, respectively, between these two teams. And um, I, I think you're going to get some fireworks on Sunday night. I think the NFL chose the right game uh, to give us some fireworks late night to uh, really cap off that Sunday. So uh, Bucks, Cowboys, great game. I'm going with the over here. And I feel like, again, it's going to be a wonderful matchup. That's why it is a must watch game for us. So, so who are you going with then? What's the pick? <laughs> I guess I gotta make a pick. Obviously, over is is what I really like. If I gotta go with a pick, man, give me the Cowboys. Nope. Give me, 
Um, so yeah, talking about this game, because I'm pretty sure this was the week one game um, last year as well. Correct? I believe it was. I think so. Um, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys came out with the win. It was a close game. Now, at one of my fantasy leagues, um, the one that you know had the, had the highest buy-in that I'm in, um, it's full of Texas boys. Um, I started it with, with a friend of mine um, back in college. He was from Houston. Um, so I, it's basically me and, and, and 11 other Texas boys. They're all Cowboy fans. I've been hearing for weeks now all about the Cowboys year. Um, they're going to do this. They're going to do that, as you hear from them every single year. Like a broken but, record. <laughs> but, yeah, but... I think it's going to be the same as always. Um, the Cowboys are going to have a hot start. Um, but as you already know, Tom Brady, he is, he's the GOAT for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. He, you know, he's thinking about that loss that he had. I mean, the mm-hmm. only thing that he's playing for right now is he's had so many rings. He wants an undefeated season. I mean, he wants it back. I mean, that one year with the Patriots when they went 15 and 1, lost in the Super Bowl, he wanted that undefeated season back. And when you just don't have that chance to do that again after week one, you know, that's going to irk you a little bit. It's going to irk you for sure. So I think he wants to come out, really, really dominate this game. And honestly, I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks taking the spread. And I'm going <laughs> over as well. I think, I think honestly, um, I think the Bucks score more than 40 points this game. And, I, and that's not Ooh. an exaggeration. I, I think he's really, really going to show out and show them this is what we're about. This is the type of team we're going to have. And a little, little uh, sprinkle in there. I got Julio Jones scoring two touchdowns, anytime touchdowns. He's going to come out and say, I'm still Julio, baby. Julio, I'm Julio. Julio. <laughs> yes, sir. And I love it. You know, kind of fantasy team, too. So <laughs> I got the Bucks, baby. I love it, man. Dak, you are my uh, fantasy quarterback for one of my three fantasy teams. So, Dak, go crazy. Zeke, I just traded for you. Somebody traded. I had Travis Etienne, and they wanted to trade Zeke uh, for Travis Etienne. So, I took it. Um, So, hopefully, Zeke can go crazy. And I think I have – I don't have any Buccaneers, do I? No, man. I kind of wasn't real heavy on the Bucs this year. I don't know why, man. It's probably going to bite me in the tail, but so be it, man. All right, a uh, couple more quick picks. That was our last must-watch game. We have one, two, three, four, five, six games for our quick picks, and we are three minutes and forty-five seconds on the clock. Think we can do Let's it? Do it. I'll All right, do again, it. again, quick pick. You can pick the spread or you can pick the uh, over/under. All right, next quick pick. We have Browns at Panthers. Okay, this is the Baker Bowl. This yep, is the Baker, Baker Bowl. Bowl. This is the Baker Bowl. All right, Panthers at home. They are two and a half point favorites. Forty-one and a half is the over/under. I'm going to start it here. Give me the Panthers at home. Two and a half point favorites. They just got to win by a, a field goal. I'm rolling with it. It's the Baker Bowl. You know Baker's going to be yapping. You know he's going to oh, be yeah. talking. And you at oh, home, yeah. you got your dogs rolling with you. Like, hey, we we got your back, Bake. I love it, man. I'm rolling with Baker here. I think this is a. Uh, I don't want to say easy, but I'm I'm leaning towards a uh, little easy easy pickings. For this matchup, give me the Panthers, man, for sure at home. I like it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Panthers. I think they cover the spread. I think the total is under, though, because Baker's still going to find the rhythm with his guys in the Browns. They're just a dumpster fire. They're paying the guys they playing for half the season. So uh, I'm going with Panthers. Love it. Love it. All right, let me make sure I got these all in. All right. Um, all right, next quick pick. 49ers, six and a half point favorites on the road. 41 and a half is the over under at the Bears. Potentially the new Arlington Heights Bears. <laughs> You've been hearing that chatter, man. Um, I'm going to start here again, man. I Are the Bears going to be terrible again? They have to be, right? They have to be, yo. Justin Fields, my guy, you know? I got love. Look, I got love for Jay Fields. I got love for Justin. I got love for Justin. Trust me, I really do. But who else they got on that team? Mooney, Ra- Roquan Smith. He he upset. He ain't got that money. We got to be quick with these, man. I'm taking the 49ers here, and I think they cover, man. And I'm also going under. 41 and a half. This game may get lucky to touch 30. I'm seeing like a, I don't know, 17 to 6 type of game. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm also going 49ers. Um, but I'm actually going to go the over. And the reason for that is because of what you just said. The Bears are so bad that I think Trey Lance is going to, might score 35 points himself. I'm going 49ers, and I think Trey Lance starts showing why he is starting over Jimmy G. 
Trey area. <laughs> All right, let's roll with it, man. Hey, the guy that I'm buying stock in. I told you last season, and I and I told you this summer, and I'm telling you again, fans. Give me all the stock with Trevor Goldilocks Lawrence, man. Give it to me, mm. man. The Jags mm. going against the Commanders. The Wentz, the Wentz Commanders. The Commanders at home, they are three and a half point favorites. 43 and a half is the over under. I already talked about it. Give me the Jaguars. Give me the points. And the Jaguars get a quote unquote upset, which I don't even think is an upset because I think these teams are very evenly matched. And uh, this is the um, Urban Meyer effect. This is this is uh addition by subtraction as 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 people like to say. So give me the Jags, give me Trevor Lawrence, man. I'm buying all that stock. And uh come on, you Carson Wentz, come on, dog. Come on. You know what he's all about, Kyle. Come on. Come on, man. Uh you are right. You are right. So here's the thing about Carson Wentz. Again, a quick take. Um his bad football is really, really bad. We all know this. We I, I lived it for a year. But you know what? His good football is absolutely great. I think that he is going to start the year fantastic. I think he's going to give the commanders something to talk about. And then later in the season, he'll kill all their drinks. But I think the commanders will take the win on this week because it's the beginning of the season and Carson Wentz is not hurt yet. Okay. All right. So you're taking commanders and, and clearly you're taking the, the for them, oh, the yeah. commanders to cover three and a half. Correct. Yeah, they'll cover three and a half. And uh, I'm also going to go the under. Under. So you got commanders. It's funny to say the commanders. Okay. Commanders, they are. You're taking the spread and you're taking the under. Yes, sir. All right. Three more matchups. You're doing great on time, man. The Giants at the Titans. Titans, they are five and a half point favorites at home. 43 and a half is the over under. I'm going to tell you right now, I am taking the under. Okay. And I'm actually taking. This is tough. A part of me wants to take the Giant because I feel like the Titans ain't really all that. But the fact that it's in Tennessee, I got to roll with the Titans, man. One of the more accurate quarterbacks. I actually just saw this stat earlier today on Twitter. Top, I think he was top six most accurate quarterback of 2021, Ryan Tannehill. Now, he loses the boy A.J. Brown. You know, you, you got the foot injury with, with Derrick Henry. But again, that's a well oil machine, and they know how to win in, in Tennessee. They were the number one overall seed, if I'm not mistaken, last year in the AFC. So, yes, they were. you know what I mean? So they can do their thing. So give me the Titans, man, and give me uh, the under on this matchup. How about, how about you, Kyle? How you feeling? Yes. So it's interesting that you say that he's the most accurate quarterback to our top six, you know. Um, but, you know, I think it is also a lot easier to do that when you got Derrick Henry behind you, and you probably threw a lot less. Mm -hmm probably than a lot of quarterbacks you know what i'm saying so um <laughs> but you know it, with it being tennessee um i'm also going to take the titans um giants are sad yeah yeah you know tight there is yeah <laughs> i don't think they're, they're good anyway I, I i think eventually the way it's sounding like is is ryan Tannehill. he there he's gonna be on a short lease especially how, how um malik willis right that's his name yep malik yep willis. malik yeah, willis true way that, that he's been he's been balling in the, in the preseason the fans want him i think the back off is eventually gonna want him um i don't think ryan Tannehill even starts this entire season um i think towards the end they're, they're mm. gonna eventually go with that um but i think the titans get the win uh here week one uh and it's going to be the under i'm, I'm with you all around you got Titans spread and under just like me. Uh, I will say, if the Giants score, if they do, Saquon Barkley, let it be you, my friend. Okay, prayers to you, yes. Saquon. You are a, you are a fantasy darling of mine. All right, I bought low <laughs> stock on you, my man. Make me look smart. All right, two more quick picks. We have Packers, who are one and a half point favorites. Forty five and a half is the over under against the Vikings. I'm going right to it. I don't care nothing about that spread, even though I think the Vikings win this matchup. Give me the O-V-E-R. Give me the over. Give me the over. A lot of points scored here. I think a lot more by the Vikings, but just to be safe, I'm rolling with the over here, 48 and a half. Um, I think this may, you may get that by the end of the third quarter. Mm, mm. I'm also going to go the over, but hey, I'm I'm com I'm on a complete other scale, man. I'm going with A-Raj. I'm going with the Packers. I think they win this one comfortably. Comfortably, I mean, um, mm. especially with everything count, especially with it's surprising they're only one and a half point favorites. Yeah, sure, Devontae's gone, but um, he's Aaron freaking Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? He's got no matter what receivers out there he got, um, he's gonna make them good. And I think Lazard, again, another fantasy pick of mine, is with him Same. being the new number one receiver there. I think he's going to go off. I really do. I'm hoping. I think Packers win this by a good margin, probably at least two touchdowns. 
I love it, man. I'm feeling that one. So we going, we going the same. We're in the same boat when it comes to the over, but we are head to head when it comes to actually who's going to win this game. So I love that. That'd be entertaining for the fans and us. Uh, I actually have Alan Lazard. I got Romeo Dobbs on one of my squads, and I got uh, uh, I don't know what they call him. Th- uh, thigh Thunder. What do they call my man? Um, AJ oh, Dillon. Yeah. Um, Something crazy. And uh, no, it was like thigh. Dang it, we run out of time, but we'll something out. like that. Yeah. Die monster or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something silly. All right. But yeah, I'm rolling with that, man. I like the Vikings. But again, I love the over in this matchup, man. I love it. All right. Last matchup. Last quick pick. A Monday night game. Okay. My man, Russell. Going back mm. to Seattle, man. I'm going, going back to back to Seattle. At all. <laughs> all right. We like it. Broncos. They are six and a half point favorites on the road. 43 and a half is the over under. Kyle, I will let you start here and I will finish and this will wrap up our NFL segment for the Coast T Show, NFL Week One. Kyle, who you got in this matchup? Hey, I got I only got two words, man. Two words for this game. Let's ride. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, no one's won, no one's running Seattle more than Russell Wilson. Um, he's gonna continue doing that. So Bronco Country, let's ride. Going all the way with Russ, baby. Let Russ you know go. what? You know, you know, let Russ cook. I love Russ. You know that. But I'm actually going with the Seahawks to cover oh, here. Oh, Monday night. Monday night. A lot of emotions in the air. A lot of emotions in the air. Give me the home team with the points, man. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. All right, Kyle. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for doing this, man. It is now uh, our, our, our clock has uh, struck its last chord. What do you call Like the pumpkin has actually... What, what happened in Cinderella? You know what I'm trying to say, man. The clock is hey, the clock has come to it. <laughs> it is it is good night for the NFL segment. So thank you again for for joining. Uh, great job. Love having you on here as always, my man. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, tell that sweet baby of yours good night. We all, as fans, we all want to, you know, wish you the best of luck, man. We all rooting for you and uh, keep doing your thing, Papa. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Love all you guys. Love you, T and. Um, yes, can't wait to talk to you guys here in a few weeks. All right, brother. Love you, man. See you. All right. Bye. This fall starts Saturday strong on Fox. Wow! Touchdown! Every Saturday at 11. Woo! Get started with the all-new Big Noon Kickoff pregame show. Followed by the Big Noon Saturday Game of the Week. Start Saturday strong. Start Saturday on Fox. All right, you are back on the Coach T Show. This is now our college football segment with my main man, Mook. Mook, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on here. Quickly, let the people know, man, how you doing, how you feeling, how's life? Uh, Life is great. We are, we are, Cruising along into this football season, uh, great games last weekend. Looking forward to some more great games this weekend. Yeah, it should be fun, man. I, I don't know what happened week zero with your uh, corn huskers and the onside <laughs> kick. We didn't really talk about that one. Uh, and then week two, who did your corn huskers play? We had um, the mighty North Dakota uh, team that. Yes. Uh, Gave us uh, two and a half quarters of problems, and then uh, and then we righted the ship. I, I guess I shouldn't feel so bad because we could have looked like Iowa did against an <laughs> FCS team. So seven to three kicks. with two safeties isn't the prettiest way to get to seven, but so we looked slightly better than them. So that's that's a good thing, I guess. That is a good thing, and at least you didn't look like Brian Kelly, who had a uh, a weekend to say the least, man. Oh, yeah. man, boy, did he ever. I, I tell you what, though, that was part of the, the wildness that was this week. I mean, and, and I was like, I meant to message you. Um, uh, I was going to tell you my upset of the week. I was going to tell you was uh, Appalachian State over uh, North mm, Carolina. What I, a I, game. I, that to you. I knew it was going to be wild. They didn't get the upset, but my, oh, my. It was that's it game was a, of the year already. The high scoring basketball game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over 130 yeah. points scored in that matchup. Crazy. Yeah, Crazy. that was wild. I, I, I saw the stat that App State has something like 26 60 year seniors on there. I'm like, oh, they're playing grown men. This could be, you know what? Get, it, it's for some reason, it's actually they're going to Appalachian State. 
man, they're tough at Boone, North Carolina. Give me, give me Appalachian yes. State, but it, it didn't uh, quite pan out. A two-point conversion where the guy was wide open, missed mm-hmm. it, a uh, little mm-hmm. overshot. But mm-hmm. what a weekend. What a weekend. Yep, what a weekend and a great game overall. And, hey, again, fans, those are the little bit of insight that you get here on the Coach T Show, uh, especially in the college football segment with my man Mook. Uh, just He knew about the six-year seniors. Come on. Where else are you getting that? Um, all right, so we got four top games we want to talk about this weekend in week three already. My God. Uh, we have the Alabama-Texas game. We have Tennessee visiting number 17, Pittsburgh. We have number 20, Kentucky facing Florida. And then we will talk about number 10, Baylor, against number 25, BYU, the Cougs. All right, so the first matchup is clearly the best one, in my opinion. Okay, you have number one Alabama. They are 20 and a half point favorites at this point in time. That may that may balloon up to, I don't know, 23, 24. You never know. Uh, 65 and a half is the over under. There's no way on God's green earth that I would take the under on this matchup. Uh, they may get to 65 by halftime, knowing these two teams. Uh, this is a 12 o'clock kickoff Eastern time on Fox at Texas Memorial Stadium. Um, right now, a couple of trends here. Texas. Not Texas, Alabama. They are 13 and 7 against the spread in their last 20 games as double digit favorites. Texas, they are 7 and 3 against the spread in their last 10 games against ranked non conference opponents. And then Alabama, they are 11 and 4 against the spread in non conference games since 2019. Texas, on the other hand, they are 5 and 0 against the spread in their last five games as double digit underdogs. Clearly, this is a matchup between uh, Nick Saban and his former offensive coordinator, former assistant, Coach Sark, who I absolutely love. Mook, do you want to begin or do you want me to start? Yeah, I mean, either way, uh, you can go ahead and get it rolling. I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. I Again, I kick, think there's going to be a lot of... show, you kick it off. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It wouldn't be a great show without you, so I thank you for that. Uh, I, Alabama, Texas, a lot of points scored. I hit on that. I like that a lot. Uh, both of these teams are surprisingly really good, um, especially on the Texas end, when you talk about non-conference opponents, you talk about ranked opponents, all those things. So, uh, you know, these trends, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to lean fully into them because... Again, I mean, you know, week one, you never know what you're going to get. It's a totally new team, totally new year. Alabama looked good last week. You know, Texas, they looked good last week. Now, the only thing I can really count on, again, is that points will be scored within this matchup. Uh, but I, one thing I learned about college ball, especially when you talk about the number one team, uh, a ranked team against a uh, what you think is a formidable foe, well, you got a 20, 20 and a half, 21 point spread. <laughs> I just got to roll Alabama here. Clearly, they're not going to lose this matchup. Um, so you really got to look at the number. I think Alabama covers. I think they cover. And again, I, I think a lot of points will be scored. I think they can get close to 75, 80 points in this matchup uh, between these two teams. And I think Alabama will score a majority of those points. They're just too explosive. I love Bryce Young. Um, I love all the pieces they have. I mean, they reload. We know what Alabama does. So I'm rolling with the with the Crimson Tide in this matchup. Mook, how you feeling? Alabama's last non-conference game, the true road game, was in 2011 at Penn State. They haven't mm. even had a true non-conference road game in 11 years. That's wild. Um, they rolled 55 uh, zip last week. Bryce Young, it, and the numbers sound a little pedestrian um, on the passing side when you hear 18 for 28, 195. But, oh, by the way, he threw for five touchdowns and ran for another 100. <laughs> So, I mean, and so, a yeah, touchdown that, on that, top of that uh, one, a rushing touchdown. <laughs> right, right. Uh, on the ground, Jamar, uh, Jamar Gibbs had uh, nine for 93 rushing for them. Um, man, I tell you what, uh, they just they, they got going early and they got going often, and it was a laugher uh, quickly in that one. Um, Texas, on the other hand, they looked pretty good. Uh, Quinn Ewers making his first start. Uh, mm-hmm. It had a had a you know pretty you know pretty good game against the uh, uh, outmatched uh, UL Monroe team. He went uh, uh, he threw for 225 yards, uh, a couple scores and a pick. Uh, Bijan Robinson, 10 for 71. We know we love him. Uh, Xavier mm-hmm. Worthy, only two catches for 24 yards. And the big tight end Sanders Fe- feed him, feed yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He had six for 85 and a score. Ah, okay, lots of points. Well, here's the way I look at that. I, I think that we are going to see quite a bit of points. Um, I think 
in my opinion, like you, I think Alabama covers. I don't know how Quinn Ewers is going to feel um, in his second start looking at uh, uh, guys like uh, Moody and Anderson just staring at him. Um, you know, Facts. from the linebacker positions, <laughs> right. uh, it, it, it's 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 a scary thought. Um, to be this highly touted kid, already made a million bucks at Ohio State, never never stepped on the field before, <laughs> comes back, uh, gets a warm up game against UL Monroe, but now he's got to face the tide, and and probably a tide that after watching Georgia play so well, probably want to uh, up it a little bit for them and say, wait, 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 people are already starting to jump on the Georgia thing again. Forget that. You guys said that we were the best team in the country, and we're mm-hmm. going to show it this weekend. I think mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I, my, my horns are down right now. I don't know about hooking horns in this one. <laughs> Alabama, uh, by at least three scores, they cover for sure. The thing I was thinking about, Mook, with this matchup, because I, I, I think Alabama will take off on, on Texas at some point in this game. I'm thinking, will it be early or will it be late? I feel yeah, like it'll uh, be one of yeah. that. That's that's the question for me because again, I feel like Alabama will take off on Texas at some point. Uh, but I, I'm just feeling like whether it's early, whether it's late, at some point it will happen. I just feel like again, you mentioned it. Come on, uh, I know I know Ewers. He was the number one quarterback coming out of his um, recruiting class. I know he's got a bunch of talent. He obviously already played at Ohio State, so you know he he's used to going up against five star type of players. But it's a little different when when the bright lights are on. You know, and you're at home. I think there's a lot more pressure as a quarterback when you're at home in front of your faithful and you got to go against the number one team in Nick Saban. Come on. Come on. That's a lot to ask. Yeah. So yeah, I think what were you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. We're, we're probably going to say the same thing. Alabama yeah, takes I, I off. I don't know say, when, but now that I talk here, about it more that. and more. Yeah, now that I talk yeah. about more and more, Mook, I just feel like it's a bad situation for Texas right now in this matchup. Yeah, and I was just going to agree with you. Like, it, it sounds crazy to think that um, uh, this young quarterback would be better off playing at Alabama this week than in Austin. Austin hasn't had a, a game that they probably uh, felt, you know, this uh, the place is going to be electric. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a really tough situation for him. I think if the game was in Tuscaloosa, as weird as that sounds, he might be a little more comfortable. So it might just be too big a stage at home in this one. Yep. And one last piece here to that point. For some reason, as a player, Mook, I, in college, I always like the 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock kickoffs. I always like yep. those noon type of game. I don't know why. Um, so now that I think about it, you know, he doesn't have to wait all day, you know, to play a night game against Alabama at home. He can kind of get his day started, keep his routine. Uh, which I think will be really good for for him and the team. But again, I I just think the talent disparity, and it's crazy to say, because we're talking Texas football, you know? Uh, We're talking Texas ball, but the talent disparity between these two squads is just, uh, I mean, it's Alabama. What what more can I say? They're the factory. They're the franchise. That's what I like to call them. And they are the franchise for a reason. So both of us going Alabama. Both of us are going with Bama, uh, covering the number. And uh, I definitely like the over here. So, wonderful matchup. I cannot wait to tune in. Uh, Our second of four must-watch games, top games for college football. We have Tennessee facing unranked Tennessee. Keep that in mind. Facing number 17, Pittsburgh. 3.30 kickoff Eastern Time on ABC at the Acreshore. Is that how you say the Acreshore Stadium? Is that? I thought thought Pittsburgh plays where the Steelers play. Yeah. Maybe Maybe they got a new sponsor. Yeah, I mean, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know if uh, they used to play at Heinz Field. I, I just watched yeah. them in the backyard brawl, and I, I didn't pay attention to if it wasn't at Heinz Field. So, um, you know, uh, it, it yeah, might they got to play somewhere, right? <laughs> after Shape Stadium or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, Acreshore Stadium. Yeah, sure. All sure right. Acreshore. All right, cool. Uh, again, Tennessee, they are unranked. They are actually the favorite in this matchup. Tennessee, they are favored by six and a half seven in some spots 66 and a half is the over under look i'm gonna keep it short and sweet um i got some trends that i can read off tennessee they are four and 11 against the spread in their last 15 games against ap ranked opponents pittsburgh however they are four and one against the spread in their last five games at home as an underdog of six and a half or fewer uh tennessee they are three and seven against the spread in the last 10 games against acc teams Pittsburgh, they are one and four against the spread in their last five games, five games against ranked opponents um, that come from non 
that are out of conference matchups. So let me say that Pittsburgh, they are one and four against the spread in their last five games against ranked matchups from teams not in their conference. How about that? that <laughs> uh, you like- know what? <laughs> it's that 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 sounded about right. You know, the, the trends and all that, they don't really lean me either way. You talked about the backyard brawl between Pittsburgh and West Virginia. I actually had Pittsburgh winning that matchup, and West Virginia came through in the second half. And uh, I mean, it was a close game, but they kind of manhandled Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, you know, they're kind of known for defense and running the ball and being a tough, hard-nosed Pittsburgh type of team. Uh, Tennessee, they are like the opposite of that. They're kind of high-flying. Josh Heupel, I think, you know, last week was maybe his 10th game. Um, in his short career at Tennessee of scoring 50 points or more. They got Hendon Hooker at quarterback. Um, you know, Keaton Slovis, that's a, that's his name. He's a quarterback for Pittsburgh. Um, it didn't seem like they necessarily could trust him game one, which I was kind of intrigued by because he, he's a veteran quarterback. Seemed like they were comfortable with having him just hand the ball off, you know, and, and not, you know, having him more of a game manager. So I want to see how they really attack Tennessee, talking Pittsburgh in this matchup, because Tennessee's going to score. There's one thing about it. Yeah. They're going to score, and they're going to push the ball down the field, and they're going to play fast. Um, I just think this is maybe two. And again, you know I'm high on Tennessee. I got them as my dark horse winning the SEC. I think this is too much praise early on for Tennessee, and I think this is too much of an overreaction with how Pittsburgh played last week. So give me Pittsburgh in the six and a half points. And if I had to lean anything on the over under, I actually would take under here. For some odd reason I would take under here. But I like Pittsburgh at home here getting the points. And I just feel like, you know, you get that second game in you. It's just something about it. NFL, college ball. You get that second game at home and you're underdog. It's just you get that overreaction. And I feel like Pittsburgh can, uh, can hang tough in this matchup. So, Mook, how you feel about this game? Yeah, I think uh, after the watching the the Becker brawl and and there were some things that uh, you know at West Virginia first of all is is, is a much better football team than than mm-hmm. I thought they, were gonna. Mm-hmm. they they played well that combination of Graham Harrell calling the plays and, and JT Daniels uh, uh, running the quarterback they're going to be good they're going to beat some teams this year uh, Pitt um, you know as far as Keaton Slovis goes I mean he he ends up with 308 yards passing but. Only 16 completions to seven different. He had to spread out to seven different guys. He doesn't have the Jordan Ed, uh, Addison uh, that they had mm-hmm. last year, um, and he's not Kenny Pickett either. So I, I think that along with a, a little bit of struggle from Evan Abaconda running the ball for him, although uh, Roddy Hammond Jr. did uh, pick up some slack on the ground for Pitt, um, they just were seemed really disjointed. And I'll be honest. If not for a uh, a very fortunate interception that they got uh, taken back, they should have lost that you know game. I think to West Virginia, the Pitt defense did get uh, uh, J.C. Daniels. They sacked him three times and they had eight tackles for loss. So their defense did come up with big plays at times. Um, if you, if you're Tennessee, um, like I said, we we both love Hooker and we 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 love what he could do for the team. We love uh, watching the scoring explosion that's Josh Heupel offenses. Um, they gave up, uh, you know, 350 yards to Ball State still. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about how good their defense is, but mm-hmm. I think they have a little bit too much offense. I'm a lo- I go on the same line as you, although they are the favorite. I will take them. I, I think they're going to win the football game. But it's going to be razor thin. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, like last it. year, it was a 41-34 win for Pitt at Knoxville. This year, I think it's going to be uh, the boys from Knoxville taking the win at Pittsburgh in another game pretty close to that kind of uh, score. I like it. I like it. And, and don't get me wrong, Mook. I'm going to contradict everything I said and a little bit of what you said. I, I could definitely see a world where Tennessee blows the doors off of Pittsburgh. Like, yeah. let's not get it yeah. twisted. If, like, I want to make sure that is known. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, I want to let that be known because you, you made a great point. They don't have Jordan Addison talking about Pittsburgh. They don't have they don't have Kenny Pickett, who I think eventually will be the starter for the Steelers. So you're losing that type of talent and you lost like that. You know, I granted it was in Knoxville last year, but Tennessee knows what they did last year. They knows that you know, they they knows. Uh, they know what they did last year, and, they, and again, they, they just feel confident because they already beat this team. And now they have they're playing a team that is, in theory, less talented than the team they beat last year. So 
uh, they're going to be feeling good. So I could definitely see a world where Tennessee uh, goes crazy and blows the doors off of Pittsburgh. But, but you know, crazier things have happened. I like the home team here um, in an ABC nationally televised game. So a little revenge on their heart, a little revenge on their mind. Thinking of the yeah. Pittsburgh Panthers. So give me, it should be a good matchup. Should be a really good game. All right. Uh, second to last matchup of our top games of the college football week three Florida at home. They are favorites, five and a half point favorites um, over Kentucky, who was number 20. Florida is, again, is unranked coming off of that great win against Utah, beating number seven Utah last week um, in a really great game. A thriller came down to the last possession um, by Florida and then the last possession by Utah, uh, which Florida actually sealed with a uh, interception uh, in the end zone. Within this matchup between Florida and Kentucky, obviously a uh, a conference matchup, a conference game between these two. 52 and a half is the over-under. This game kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN at Ben Hill Stadium. Uh, a couple trends here. Florida, they are 0-4-1 against the spread in their last five games against Kentucky. So they don't do well against the spread. Uh, speaking of Florida against Kentucky, Kentucky, um, on the other hand, they are 1-9 straight up. Uh, in their last 10 games in the Swamp since 2002. All nine losses have been by six points or fewer. That's key. Again, this this number here is five and a half uh, with Florida being the favorites. Florida, they are 0-6 against the spread in their last six games as favorites. Tie for the third tie for their third longest non-conference streak since 1979. Okay, so this hasn't been great for Florida. Obviously, that's why you bring in coach Bill Napier. Uh, Tennessee I'm sorry, Kentucky, they are two and five against the spread, one and six straight up in their last seven games as road underdogs as an AP ranked team. So a lot of trends, a lot of spreads, a lot of things that really don't go in the favor of either team. Um, I think that, again, Florida had a wonderful win last week. But again, I know we all, we both, you and I, we love, we love Utah. We both had Utah winning that uh, game. Oh, that was Scoot last week. Okay, uh, I know me and Scoot last uh, last episode. We both love Utah and Utah, and they were obviously you know in the top ten. They were number seven in the country, but Utah may be missing a couple pieces, man. And I think that it may take them a, a week or two to kind of you know hit on all cylinders. Uh, and it's still after seeing that game, I, I I was left with a couple questions about Utah. Not to discredit Florida by any means, not at all. Uh, but Florida Florida played a great game, a spirited game, and. I think Anthony Richardson is going to be a heck of a quarterback for him. Uh, but five and a half points at home against Kentucky, a ranked team. It's just something about those unranked teams when they're favorited against the ranked teams. I, I've learned to kind of go with them. So I think Florida rides the momentum, rides the high of last week. Um, I think they can kind of match the energy. I don't think there's, it's a letdown spot. I think their fans can bounce back, bring the same type of energy they brought last week. I think the players can feed off of that. Um, again, this is a conference game, so you know it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, two tooth, nail, and claw, whatever people say in terms of the way this game is going to be fought, and both teams are going to compete. But I really like Florida at home here, and I don't know if they cover. Um, I'm actually going to say they don't cover. But I got Florida winning this game at home against Kentucky. Um, seven, seven o'clock kickoff on ESPN. So I really like this night game. I like the atmosphere. Ben Hill Stadium will be cracking. It's going to be crazy. So give me Florida to win this matchup. How you feel, Mook? It feels like since basically, um, you know, uh, the last three coaches since Urban Meyer um, at Florida, there's been a, a consistency problem with Florida putting together back-to-back games. At least it feels that way. I, I, you know, I don't have all the stats on there, but it feels like after they get a big win, they don't follow it up very well. So this is what we're going to find out a little mm-hmm. bit with uh, Billy Napier, if, if, you know, if he is different. Now, who is different is Anthony Richardson. He's a different kind of player than, than they've had out there. Um, the things that I watched him do, uh, the highlights, um, play in play out he looked like the best player on the field mm-hmm. um i've heard for a while even you know there was uh uh what the uh, emory uh their last jones. quarterback mm-hmm. yeah emory jones yeah uh, you know there, there seemed to be uh um a, a sector of the the gator fan of gator nation that was like 
we want Anthony Richardson on the field. <laughs> and you watch this game against Utah and you see why. Uh, I mean, he was doing all kinds of things. He has a, just a howitzer for an arm. He he ran for, I don't know, he had 274 total yards. Um, he, he ran around like crazy. He threw like crazy. Uh, he reminded me a, a little bit with his size and everything of like a Cam Newton. Mm. Um you know he he uh, he's got a couple of young running backs that that you know and uh, Montreal Johnson and, and uh, Travian uh, Etienne um, that that helped out. But um, I just think that that he is a difference maker on this mm-hmm. team, and and he is they're only going to do as well as he does. Uh, Kentucky got they. Don't be fooled by their score, 37-13 against uh, Miami, Ohio. But they started slow. They did not get it going and, uh, until into the third quarter. And yeah, Will Levis, it was a three-point game at uh, halftime. Yeah, you're talking about a quarterback that's uh, one of the uh, possibly a top pick. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had some issues there, uh, you know, getting that team going. I think their biggest problem is they don't have a running game to lean on. Our, our guy, our guy, Kavassie Smoke, he only ran for 32 yards and uh, oh, come on, only smoke. 50. Yeah, <laughs> as a 50 yards as a team. So they've got to run the ball better. Last year in this matchup, they had uh, Chris Rodriguez run for 99 yards against the Gators. Well, mm-hmm. he's not playing this year. He's, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they don't have that running game right now. Um, I think that at the Swamp, with what I've seen, I think they are going to follow it up with a nice win. Um, I like them to win this game. I, I'm going to take them by a touchdown in this one. Mook, I love that. I love that a lot, man. You make a lot of great points. Uh, and I, Yeah, I, I just feel like Florida, they can double back and they can bounce back and get another win at home, man. That Because that atmosphere, again, is going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. And the stats you brought up about, brought up about Kentucky's run game again you can't overreact you know as a, as a coach right. you know you, you you're lacking in one area you're going to put a lot of emphasis on it that week and then hopefully you can you know have a great a great bounce back performance and really show hey we can run the ball we can do that but if they have any trouble running the ball they become one-dimensional that crowd is going crazy at Ben Hill Stadium Florida's amped up you got people waving the towels you already in the swamp uh, within the swamp, Kentucky, they are one and nine straight up since 2002. You're talking 20 years. They've had one win, one yeah. win in Gainesville. So I'm riding the Florida train right now. Uh, they will be ranked after this matchup, after beating their second team in just two weeks, uh, second ranked team within the uh, two weeks. So I like Florida here. You like Florida here, and uh, go Gators. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna just real quickly with this, and another reason here that. Something I'm looking forward to, I think it's just two, three weeks away. What I'm looking forward to is Florida, Tennessee. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to find out who's the contender and the pretender with, between those two in a couple of weeks. Because I think they're both going to be uh, meeting each other without a loss. Oh, I love it, man. Great preview, man. We got to have you on for that week when they do play. All right. Five more minutes on the clock. Actually, I'm going to put four. Just to challenge us, because uh, we got uh, our last like matchup, <laughs> our last main game, our last top game of week three, college football week three. We have two ranked teams here. All right. We have number 10 Baylor facing number 25 BYU. BYU at home, the Cougs. They are three and a half point favorites. 53 and a half is the over under. This is a 10 15 p.m. Eastern kickoff on ESPN at the great Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I remember Lavelle Edwards, man. Great. Um, oh, yeah. Back when I didn't even know what BYU stood for. <laughs> I just remember they had right. some late games. <laughs> I was like, oh, BYU. Okay, whatever BYU is, whoever Brigham is. Uh, uh, a couple <laughs> a couple trends here. Baylor, they are 7-1 against the spread against AP-ranked teams since 2020. That's the Dave Aranda effect. Uh, BYU, they have failed to cover their last six home games against top 10 opponents. Baylor would be a top 10 opponent. Uh, Baylor, they are 5-0 against the spread in their last five non-conference games. And lastly, BYU, they are 7-1 against the spread against Big 12 opponents. Um, and last year's 38-24 loss to Baylor was the first time the Cougars failed to cover. Wow. Intriguing. Mook, you want to begin here or you want me to begin? I began yeah, the last two. I'm be brief with it. Um, yeah. Yep. Ultimately, both teams handled their business last week, which which is what you want. We always talk about 
um, uh, the the altitude and, mm-hmm. and playing out in by you and you know lowland teams it, it, it's it's difficult to go out there and uh and win these games uh last year at you know baylor's the 38 24 baylor winner this year um byu is the favorite um i think their running game plays really well they rushed for over 300 yards i think both teams had big offensive days i think this week the defenses step up a little bit more I'll take the team that has the better defensive coach, the defensive-minded coach, and that's Dave Aranda, and give me the Baylor Bears to pull the upset um, mm. in Provo. I love it. I'm right there with you, man. I, I think Baylor, not I think. Um, well, at least I'm hoping, I guess I can say. I, I can't really count too much into it, but I think Baylor wins this matchup. I, I feel like they are a team that if you are going to slow down BYU at home and at altitude, you need defense. You need to be able to stop the run. You need to be able to uh, force their hand a little bit, and I think Dave Aranda and that defense, they can do that. They proved that last year. They had one of the best defenses in the country. Dave Aranda is known as a defensive guru, like literally like a defensive genius type of guy. So I love what they can do on defense. Uh, all they need is just a little bit of offense. Um, they showed that they can score in spurts. You, you saw the score last year was 38 to 24. Clearly, it's a, it's a year ago. So, you know, you, you can't bank too much on that. But the fact that Baylor has already beaten them, they they beaten them by two scores. We're talking about last year. And, you know, I don't think them traveling or them going into the altitude is going to be uh, too much of a problem. BYU, is, they're, they're a tough foe. Don't get me wrong. They had a wonderful. They they handled business last week against South Florida. That was that was that game was over after the coin toss. It was over. Okay, BYU manhandled them, but uh, this is a little bit of a different test when you're playing Baylor. Okay, this this ain't South Florida. All right, and uh, again, I think Baylor has the. They got the dogs. They got the weapons. They got the defense. They have the coaching to pull off this upset. And it's such a close, tight number at three and a half. You know, it's really anyone's game. So, BYU, I got love for you. Shot you guys out. But, Baylor, I got you winning this matchup. All right. I think you can hear that. That is that is, that is is the alarm. Uh, we are up for time. Mook, anything you want to add, anything you want to highlight uh, going into week three of college football? No, the, the, I think that we have the best matchups that we picked. Um, you know, there's, there's a couple I'm interested outside of that, like Carolina, Arkansas, App State, A&M, so you, who's real and who isn't. But um, I just love that college football is here. We're watching every – from Thursday to Monday, there were great games, and I just can't wait for this season to, to get rolling and, and really see, you know, um, these next couple of weeks, who's, who's the contenders and, and who's the uh, real deal. Yeah, who's real, who's not Mook? To that point, talk about football all week. I, we have our game, Hobart, against uh, Culver Academies. We're traveling there. It's going to be a long trip. We got to get the win. I don't want a long yeah. bus ride back. Uh, and then Saturday night, I'm actually going to the Hawaii versus Michigan game. Really? And then Sunday, yes. And then Sunday, I'm going to the Eagles versus the 2022 America's team, Detroit Lions. Ooh, 2022 America's team. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you yes. I'm like, to have an awesome weekend. Yeah, and, I meant to take meant to take Monday off of work. I'm gonna be a little tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think you will. But hey, I, I, to that point, just quickly, um, Michigan, uh, mm-hmm. they're not done. <laughs> I, after watching the both Michigan and Ohio State, for real. with all my real. Ohio State's gonna win down, Michigan's not done. That defense mm-hmm. is for real still. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be fun to see what happens down the stretch. I think yes. they're gonna meet possibly both undefeated in that last week. So this mm. is it, Wolverines are coming. I, I was I'm pleasantly surprised by how well their defense responded with losing so many guys. Hey, if Mook is pleasantly surprised with you. I'm rolling with them too, man. I love it. Go Michigan. That <laughs> will be a wonderful game this Saturday, and then uh, go Lions. Everyone's rooting for the Lions. So. It'll be a wonderful weekend of football overall. Mook, I thank you again for joining us on the Coach T Show, uh, our college football segment. It was wonderful talking these games with you. And uh, I know the fans enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We can't wait to have you on the show again. Awesome, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. You have a good one. You too, buddy. So from us to you, this is me, Coach T. Keep showing us love, and we'll keep bringing you that funk.